Okay, this is Masechet Pe'ah, uh, chapter 1, Mishnah 1. And uh, we're going to probably break this Mishnah up into two parts, but I will tell you that I would say this has to be one of the most beautiful Mishnayot in the entire Shas, and you'll see why. Uh, Mishnah will first begin talking about Pe'ah, that Pe'ah from the Torah has no Shi'ur, has no... Has no um, there's no specific measure, like a lot of things that are de'oraita from the Torah, there's no specific measure uh, from the Torah, and the rabbis put the measures in, like for example, terumah, for example, rabbis say 2%, or even, um, you know, other things, like tzedakah in general, rabbis will tell you, you should not give more than one-fifth of your assets, and, and then from going forward, you shouldn't give more than one-fifth uh, of your profits, not give more than one-fifth. Um, but a lot of things, uh, according to the Torah, have no shi'ud. The rabbis put shi'urim on them. Uh, bikurim, rayon, a lot of things which we'll go through in a second. Okay, but then there's another part of the Mishnah that's kind of so beautiful that we put it into the sidur because we wanted people to say it and re repeat it every day. And we didn't put the one, we didn't actually copy it verbatim from this Mishnah. We, the, 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 the people that arranged the sidurim they actually uh, quoted the Braita. And as you all know, Braita literally means, Braita means outside, but it's outside the canon, but the Braita was on, on the same level as the Mishnah. And it, it repeats this Mishnah, the Braita, it repeats it, what adds a few more things in it. That's why I, I believe why the authors of the of the Sidur put together the, uh, the quote of the Braita, um, which, which has this Mishnah's wording, plus... Some other some other beautiful uh, statements that you'll see in a second. Okay, elo devarim she'en lahem shiur. So the the following things that we're going to list do not have a prescribed measurement. And like I said in parentheses, I'm going to say from the Torah. And Harambam writes, kol But anybody that that um, you know, not just fulfills his obligation with uh, with, a, with a minimal quantity, but someone that fulfills his obligation. Marbe, you know, with uh, with um, with you know, in a bigger way, Hadezemishubach is praiseworthy because he enhances the uh, the mitzvah. So, what's the first item? Hapeah, that's the 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 clear. The of course we we learned as we said in the introduction to this masechet. We learned in Vayikra. So, if, if when you when you harvest your field, you should not. You should not finish the corner of your field to harvest it. In other words, you should leave it. How much should you leave? The rabbis are going to tell you in Mishnah too that it has to be a minimum of one sixtieth of your crop, one sixtieth. So, less than two percent. But still, it's 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 a, it's a number. It's not not zero, um, and it's more than one percent. So, um, a lot more than one percent. So. Um, but according to the Torah, there is no prescribed amount, and, and any corner that you leave, you are you fulfill the mitzvah according to the Torah. Okay, that's the peah. The bikurim. Now we know that these are, these are the bikuri bikure peri adamah. It says in the pasuk uh, in Shemot twenty three, also in Devarim twenty six, um, uh, the pesukim talk about uh, bringing bikurim, um, and and. You know, the, 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 the Bikurim are the first fruits of the land that you have to bring to the Beit HaMikdash and give it to the, give it to the, give it to the, um, to the Kohanim. Um, and there's a whole, this Pashat Bikurim 
It's in Pashat Kitavo, and we actually read what the man says at when he gives the Bikurim. We read it, and that's this actually the text, the fundamental text of Haggadah Shel Pesach. Because the person is saying, Arami and he continues, he tells the whole story of what happened leading up to Hashem took us out of Egypt, miracles and Gedolim, Masot, Gedolim, and then he took us to the promised land, and here we are on the promised land, and here I am bringing my fruits, and I'm so happy, I'm so excited, and that is a statement of tremendous gratitude. According to the Torah, there's no amount of bikurim. You can bring a basket, you bring half a basket, you can bring a quarter of a basket, or you can bring ten baskets. Um, of course, as a Rambam writes, call him bebahim harazim The more you bring, the beautiful, more beautiful the, the mitzvah is. Re'ayon. Re'ayon means uh, like seeing, like ra'iya means to see. It says in Devarim chapter two, uh, 17, Shalosh Pe'amim, we say this as, as the Kiddush on the Yom Tov day. Shalosh Pe'amim Bashana Yira'eh. Yira'eh is the word there. And three times a year, Yira'eh. You, you shall be seen, all your male people, at in the place that, that we choose, which ends up to be Yerushalayim. And you should not be seen in front of the, 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 the Hashem, rekam. you should not come empty-handed. You have to bring something. What, what, what are you actually bringing with Re'iyah? You're bringing, with Re'ayon, you're bringing something called Olat Re'iyah, which is a Korban Ola, which goes Kulola Hashem. You're also bringing a Shalamim, a peace offering, which is Shamir Hagigah. And that is, uh, again, on the holidays, and that is eaten by the people. Um, but the, the Korban Ola is, is brought. So the question is, What's the shi'ur of that? Is there, is there a shi'ur of how much the value of the korban Allah or the shlamim has to be? No. Is there shi'ur of, what about the shi'ur of how long you have to be there? How long you have to stay in the, in the Beit HaMikdash or in the, in the Yerushalayim? We don't know. So, so according to the Torah, there is no, there is no, um, uh, um, uh, uh, there is no measure of this. Um, well, actually, what the Torah does say is, ish, which means every person should man every man shall give as much as he is able to give, right? That's that's what the uh, and of course as you probably figured out uh, in Masechet Chagiga, um, the rabbis you look at chapter one Mishnah two and also Mishnah five in chapter one the rabbis actually put actual measurements on these things which we'll we'll, we'll talk about when we get there. Okay, so, so we're talking about things that have no measure. <coughs> Excuse me. One is the Pe'ah, two is the Bikurim, three is the Re'ayon, number four is Gemilul Hasadim. Now, there are two types of Gemilul Hasadim, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi um, Pinchas Kahati explains. One is monetary Gemilul Hasadim, which means loving deeds of loving kindness that you do with money, such as feeding the hungry, lending money to people, giving people a job, uh, finding them, a, you know, putting up money for things like that, clothing the naked, uh, redeeming captives, uh, etc. And then there's other types of gemilu hasadim, which is not specifically with money only, but it's it's with your body. So, for example, pikur visiting the sick, um, 
uh, burying the dead, of course, nehamat, you know, doing nehamat for the abelim, consoling mourners, rejoicing with the with the with the hatan and kala, dancing with them, making them feel good. Those are all things that are not with your body. And there's a machloket, as you can imagine, uh, as to what this mishnah is talking about. According to Shinot Eliyahu, um, it doesn't matter. It's either with monetary and with non-monetary miyulu um, hasadim. There's no measure, um, according to. Other, um, uh, according to others, the, the, it's, this Mishnah is only talking about non-monetary, um, non-monetary because the monetary has a limit, as I was mentioning in the beginning, that the rabbis in Usha just decreed they made a gezerah, <coughs> that even if you want to be liberal with your giving, you should only you can only give away a fifth of your wealth, and then from then on, you can only give away a fifth or twenty percent of your continuous net profits. That's the maximum you can give. Uh, so there's not, it's not like more than that is good, according to the rabbis, Gezerah, um, that they made. So they, they read this Mishnah differently, and they say this is talking about loving kindness you do with your body, visiting the sick, uh, dancing with soldiers, uh, consoling people who lost children um, or, or have or children, people taking host, taken hostage, going to hospitals and visiting uh, amputees. Those are all things that we can do and we should do, and the more we do it, the better. Um, and then the final one is the Tamu Torah, and the final one that has no Shi'ur is Tamu Torah. Now, Tamu Torah, as we learn in Yeshua, I think it's in Yehoshua, um, what, is the, what is the line? We say this on Shabbat, after, after, after we read the Torah, and then we read, we read this from Yehoshua chapter 1. So we write, this book of the Torah will not depart out of your mouth, and you have to read it day and night. So day and night, according to most rabbis, if you learn a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night, you have fulfilled your obligation. According to other, according to many opinions, just reading Kedat Shema in the morning and Kedat Shema at night, you've fulfilled your obligation of learning Torah. But obviously, in Laim Sheur, there's no official Sheur De'oraita. And this is the first half of this Mishnah. And because it's 10 minutes already, I'm going to do part two uh, coming up soon. Baruch Leolam. Amen Amen. Have a great day. Amen Hashem. Bless our troops and our soldiers, and help to help them help them come back in in good condition, and help us get our hostages back. Amen.